0: Welcome, everybody, to the Dexterous Lifestyle Podcast with your co-hosts, Andrea and Kelly of Dexterous Organizing, Dexterous Lifestyle, and today we are graciously introducing Dan Baroni of Feel Good Coaching, and um, when I first heard what Dan does and how he does it, I knew he had to be on our podcast for our listeners. Um, so Dan, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Well, Andrea, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here to be able to talk with you about really getting into the meat of who we are and how that works. So I am a life coach. I'm a transformational life coach. What does that even mean, right? What does that do? I work with people as I would say the best analogy would be like a travel guide. To, and see, where are you right now? Where do you want to go and how can I help you on your journey there, right? It's taking apart your belief. I would not say destroying or deconstructing, but looking at your belief systems and exploding them, really going, how do these parts, these truths, these beliefs of what I've come to believe to be true, make up the identity of who I am? What does that mean for me in my life and how I interact with others and myself in the world? Really creating, learning how to create the life that you want to live.
0: Mm, Based on who you are. Oh, I love that.
2: In a world filled with chaos, we try our best to create a balanced lifestyle. We love to be productive, but we also love to rest. We love to be efficient, but not at the cost of our peace. There is a direct correlation between our habits and our happiness. The dexterous lifestyle
0: is meant for those of us who live hectic lives, but with the right tools, information, and resources, we can strive for order, peace, health, wealth, and calm. It's not too much to ask. We deserve a dexterous mind, a dexterous body, and plenty of dexterous spaces to support our dexterous lifestyle. The other other thing that resonated with me when you were talking about all the different things that were going on in your life, and then realizing your path in profession wasn't, um, it was noticing how your dad didn't get to enjoy retirement, but here you are telling people enjoy retirement and do all this stuff, right? And and to me, it's kind of like prioritizing. Saving for retirement is is important. Thinking about your future is important. (laughs) It is. But what is it at the cost of?
1: What's and that opportunity cost? You're right.
0: What's that opportunity cost? And so I think the same is with, you know, I hear this with our clients. Um, we'll do a consultation, and you know they'll be like, "Why do I have four bottles of deodorant? Like, why do I need <laughs> this?" And then you're and you and then you know as we're talking, they're saying, you know, for the last two years I've been caring for my mom and then she passed away. I have a oh. three year old. I'm a single mom. My job is really, you know, um, demanding. And I'm thinking, so why are you beating yourself up? Because you have four bottles of the it Like, obviously you might've forgotten you had, you know, it was buy two, get two, you bought two, because <laughs> you were at the store, because you had to go get something for your mom, you know? and yeah. so. I'm always that voice that you, you you said you talk to your child, your yeah. inner child as when I'm I find myself being that for them at the consult and I'm just yes. Like, well, you know you're you've been going through a lot for the last three years. You know, having three bottles of deodorant, no one's going to judge you for that. We <laughs> use it at some point, so you know. Hey, I
1: have them too. Like we all <laughs> have that stuff, right? Right, so- we all have the thing that <laughs> right. we bought too much of well, <laughs> because these- of whatever. You just hit on it, Andrea. It's this idea, and I, I'm going to circle back to this, but it's this whole idea. This inner critic comes from a place of shame, right? It's not guilt mm-hmm. as in the I've done something wrong. It's the shame. I am something wrong. Where That's did this funny. shame come from, right? Where did What instilled that value, or lack thereof, right, within us that we think, oh, what I've done is worthy of not just – not recognition. It's worthy of disconnection, right? If you knew this about me, you wouldn't want to know me. You wouldn't want to be my friend. You wouldn't like, I don't want to be me, right? This idea of I am something bad or like, uh, I want to dive into this a little bit, because again, this is something that I feel is so necessary to talk about is that forgiveness of self, right? It's this, this unreasonable standard, this pressure. Again, I talked about the test earlier, right? Like this, I have to get the answers, right? I got to achieve what? Right. What do we have to get to in order to feel worthy? Right. This external validation that America tells us you need this to be considered to have made it. What is this? What is this arbitrary standard? Right. It's, this <laughs> idea, it's so it's baloney. So this idea of, wait a second, I am worthy. Right. I of love, of being me, of just being in general, like that simple fact that I exist makes me worthy of love. The simple fact that I exist makes me worthy of being here right? It's this idea. It's so foreign to how I grew up and how I was like, I guess I would say I'll use the word programmed. I don't think it was conscious programming. No, I don't think many parents, if any, go and and tell their child that they're a worthless piece of crap, right? Sometimes you may have some really unhealthy household and and lifestyles. And I feel so, so much for those people those kids. But most parents, I think, try to raise their kids the best way they know how, right? That's the idea is I want my kid to have what I didn't have. I want my kid to succeed. I want but we end up putting this pressure on and so we we almost have to learn to how to repair in ourselves and go like I forgive both my folks but like I forgive me I I reclaim that energy from whoever hurt me I i want to embrace like hold myself in my arms right I want to talk to myself the way I would talk to a child I want to use that tone of voice that's warm and loving and instead of like you know we're kind of jumping ahead here with this this message of critic like you're not good enough. Let's change that. Let's change that. Let's use the strengths that we have and install a new message. That is, I am good enough, right? The the mantra that I used for a long time to kind of to shift my mindset was I'd look at myself in the mirror when I'd say this. And it was like so engaging with on a spoken level, on a hearing, on visually seeing myself say this, but Dan, I love you. I accept you. I honor you. You know, this idea of I accept you no matter what. I respect you as your, your agency, your sovereignty as a human being. I love you no matter, unconditionally, no matter what, it is just changing the way that I viewed myself and then changing that tone of voice like, dude, it's okay. You tried your best. Next time you'll do it differently because you know, now there isn't, it's not a mistake. I learned a lesson.
2: That's all right.
1: right? Oh. So it's just changing the way we think about and reframing that perspective, right? That, that whole idea that we have some something to measure up to, I think is is a fallacy what the measuring stick is really our own creation. Everybody's, you know, trying to figure it out the best way they can. When I kind of realize, like nobody knows what they're doing. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? like, you, you looked at when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, my parents are God. No, they're not. They're figuring it out. Like, and then you get older, like old people know what they're doing. No, they don't. They've just done it their own way so long. It looks like it right. When we realize that we go, Oh, no one knows what they're doing. Okay. Okay, cool. So, we're just figuring it out as we go that's the human experience
0: yes absolutely i love that message i have a sticker on my laptop that says girl just do your best
1: just exactly <laughs> and, and that's not just good enough that's all that you can do what more yeah. can you do you can't do so it's, it's coming to terms with that and going oh this is enough i am enough and that is good that is worthy of Recognition is worthy of me loving myself. And honestly, I don't care if this other person, you know, accepts me because I accept me. And I'm the one who has that self relationship. I'm the one who's gotta be with me the most. So that's exactly. the one I need to prioritize, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think because as professional organizers we're in people's homes, they have this expectation that we're gonna be more of a critic, like. Why is all this stuff all over the place? Like I don't. And we're more like, how did you? How did you survive? Why are you even? Why do you even want to get organized? Like, my goodness, thank you so much. Like, who cares that you? Your dishes have not been washed for two weeks. Like, who cares? Like, go just just paper plates, honey. It's just like that's how I feel more so than like beating someone up. Um, (laughs) And the one thing I tell them is that we are, when they're, you know, looking for validation, well, where would you put this in? Where would you, because, you know, obviously (laughs) I have all the answers, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, the thing is when I leave, you're going to have to find it. Right. So where would you think is the best place for this item or that item? And so I think that goes back to, you know, not having to feel the pressure of answering to someone else when you are the one who, have to, who has to live with yourself. <laughs> so doing, making the decision based on, you know, I mean, there's so many factors. We, we, we wanna be kind, we wanna be um, uh, appreciative. We wanna be all these, you know, beneficial friendship, oriented you know things we don't want to be a jerk we right. don't, you know you I mean? so we have to put all these into consideration um when we're making these navigating these decisions but again it's that prioritizing like and understanding what your needs are because i think a lot of times we don't even understand what our needs are
1: wow yes yeah huge yeah. profound go ahead kellyanne which I,
2: I was thinking the same thing, um, you know, actually hearkening back to the difference between guilt and, and shame in that construct. Um, there are so many automatic thoughts that we have that are so quick and millisecond that they are fact. It, <laughs> if you, you don't even hear the inner critic because it's fact. The fact <laughs> is I'm not good. And so you don't even hear that. What you may hear is guilt. I should have done this. I should have picked up my clothes. I should have. And what does it mean? Well, it's the meaning we put
1: to it. Right? Yes.
2: And yes. That meaning to it based upon that automatic thought that we're not even conscious of,
1: we're not even conscious of. You're so right. Yeah. Is this, this idea of should, where does should come from, yes. right? Where does should come from?
2: Yes. Who said should. Right. That's something we should remove from our
1: vocabulary. (laughs) We we absolutely need to do that because (laughs) it it causes more harm than it does good. Right. What is this idea of should get out of here with that? Right. It's this it's this false expectation. Right. Uh, Somebody said to me, and I love this. I stole it, made it mine. uh, Credit to Matt. uh, is uh, Expectations are premeditated disappointment.
2: (laughs) Right. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> and so-
0: we pre- premeditate something in in in, in law and crime it's a
1: harsher sentence <laughs> It's, it's, it's premeditated disappointment we're not going to measure up so like that fact right you're talking about kelly like this fact wait a second says who right where did this fact come from where did this, and we we've engaged with this belief so much and oftentimes again this this is coming from i believe a very fundamental authority figure in childhood now that doesn't have to be a parent it can be society right? it can be social it can be friends there's there's many things that happen to me as, as a kid who uh, I know friends interactions programmed me into ooh i'm not a desirable friend because i didn't meet this person's expectations or whatever it was that led me to develop some codependent traits right this people pleasing this i'm a reformed doormat right like i'll accommodate whatever you want just don't leave me right this fear of abandonment that i had for a long time it's like oh so this authority figure whether it's social societal parental whatever instilled these truths in us, and we've just engaged with them so many times that we believe them to be true, to be factual, that now this guides our, the way we live our life. Our guide, It transforms our identity has become built on this foundation. So we have to deconstruct it. We have to look at what parts make up the whole if we want to change that, right? We're changing that foundational level stuff, and it's not fast, and it's not easy, and it certainly yeah. is not painless. It is uncomfortable, and it's supposed to be because you're making, it's like pruning the plants. It's like, you know, when you refine metal, right? It's not a comfortable process, but the end product is beautiful. And so I think this is becoming who you want to be, right? Becoming more than you are. You have to want it. You have to want to organize, right? You have to want to dive in. Otherwise it's not gonna happen. And usually what happens is we reach a point in which we're like, I should, should, should. The pain becomes so great that we go, I got to do it now. For me that was my moment of truth where I'm like standing at that fork in the road going like, "Yep, option A is to die, option B is to like get help. Okay, I guess I'll choose this." But it sucks that it took that long, right? For me, I feel very fortunate cuz that happened to me when I was 30. Wow, you know, I'm I'm blessed. There's so many people who don't have that, you know, essentially that that fortune that to go through this transformation until much later in life if at all. So, mm-hmm. right? So like wait a second. Is there another way than going through extreme pain to be able to have this realization? And the answer is yes. It's just hard. It's (laughs) that whole, honestly, it's the self awareness piece, that self honesty and reflection. And that's, I I mentioned this earlier. I'm going to come back to is this journaling. I, it's mandatory for my clients. You got to journal. You might not like it. Honestly, you probably won't. You're going to hate it. It's going to chafe. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel like this is hokey. Why am I doing this? Because it shows you. Things that you won't necessarily cognitively, you know, process. You're writing it. Sometimes stuff just flows out, and then later you look back and you go, "Wow, I really thought like that." I can't even identify with who that person was. Right? We can't see growth as it's happening. You look at—we talked about a plant, right? We look at a plant, and we look—you look, know—a year later. Wow, that tree grew. But you can't see it on a daily level. You can't see yourself growing inches as you age, right? Or shrinking, you know. But it's that idea. You look at a picture and you go, "Wow." That person really when the kids grew up, when did that happen? Right? That plant changed. Journaling allows us to step back in time and go, wow, how far have I come? Right?
2: Yeah, that's so true. I've been journaling since 16, 17 years old, which was not that long ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. but 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 it is a beautiful experience to be able to go back and look at the 16-year-old Kelly and look at the adult, mature Kelly now and see, whoa, look at how far, you know, and, and all of the lessons. I just all say not failures, lessons. but lessons. Lessons to learn throughout Absolutely. your life. I also find that journaling always centers and helps me to stay in a space of gratitude because it
1: makes me aware of what's good right now. That's it. That's it. It, The the awareness piece, that's what journaling brings, right? It's not just this, and everything you said, spot on, but this awareness piece, this is what helps us become aware of the things that are underneath the surface and this gratitude, right? I, I feel that so much because now I can look back instead of going, oh my God, this is cringy, right? I can look at it and go, you're know, like, Danny, I love you. Thank you for doing this so that I can be here today, right? You did me a solid. I'm going to do future Dan a solid by doing this now, right? It's, it's being good to myself now. It's being good to myself in the future. It's being also giving and accepting and loving towards my passover because all of these are parts of me it's all part of my journey right mm-hmm. it's all a part of who we have been or and are becoming which is our narrative our story um you know, just final point here nelson mandela probably my favorite quote of his is uh that i'm either winning or i'm learning that's right? it that's I it have a t-shirt that says that i love it <laughs> it's, I mean, it's perfect and because again it's all in that perspective how we reframe this right is this a failure no is this a mistake? Absolutely not. It's a lesson. I learned like again, it's a very overused Edison quote, right? I discovered a thousand ways not to make the light bulb. It's right. that that idea of like, hey, that's somebody with a growth mindset. That's what they're showing us is do we want to look at this as oh, I wasn't good enough or b, hey, I found a better way. I found a way to do it that was hard and this way is a little easier. I can now make a decision based on this knowledge and experience that's going to put me in a better position. And you know what? It's probably not going to be the end result. It's just Incremental growth. I'm one step better than I was yesterday. Let me go to the next level, right? That's that whole idea of level up.
2: I love it. Awesome. And that's, that's right in line with everything that we're doing with Dexter's lifestyle. One of the things that I did also pull out of um, your bio is, is just the thought of reclaiming your power. And that is something that we absolutely want our, clients to feel is empowered. When we leave, we, we don't want them to, to feel like, oh, they came and helped me clean this space and organize. And now I'm going to try no, 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 no. no. <laughs> they are empowered to understand and know how I think now, how I can continue to even set up systems for myself because what and I, the way that I am organizing, it's not wrong.
1: It's not wrong. <laughs> and it, you it's system. my way.
2: Yeah. So giving yourself that power, yes. helping people to, as you say, reclaim your power, that's what it's all about because we all have choices and those choices are very powerful in our lives
1: so powerful so so spot on And again going back right this idea of reclaiming the power we were taught essentially it's programmed i think it's really societal to give it away in the first place so now what what is that step in in reclaiming it right it's not i I don't like that take back right because that sounds violent reclaim it's it's an acceptance it's a part of accepting all of you right and and that there is no right way there is just your way whatever that is right it's the system you also hit the system we all have again organizational systems in our life is it wrong or right neither that's that's a very binary answer it's neither it's what works for you right and that's that the best part of like i think again so much synchronicity with what we do even though it's in completely different i think you know material uh you know manifestations it's still at that core of okay what's right for you right who do you want to be who do you want to how do you want to organize? Who do you want to, you know, be inside and outside? How do you want to create? I think the key here, where I always circle back to, is intention. Right? Okay. What am I doing, and why am I doing it? And that will help. Yes. Everything else branch out from there. Every other thing in my life, I look at my relationships this way, with friends and family, and and the, the actions that I take. You know, every what am I doing? And why am I doing it? Will this serve me? Will this grow me? Will this create what I want? Or is this not, again, that value-based decision-making? Is it not in my best interest to do this? Maybe I don't know. Okay, let me sit with it, right? So, But intention is so huge. I, I think intention is one of the most underrated parts of of decision-making and, and organizing anything that you can do in life, bar none. It's so important. I, I think the intention is, is far more important than the execution because, again, you're either learning or you're winning, right? So the execution is secondary. The intention, why, is the... The key question that's what i go to when i start with all my clients and through it and end and still currently always ask why why
0: that's so powerful Yeah. Stan, um i'm so excited that you are offering a free 45-minute discovery call i am <laughs> to anyone who wants to dive a little deeper and see what all of this intentionality and everything you've talked about is about Um, and really kind of journeying forward because what we, we, the intention of our, um, creating Dutchess lifestyle is helping people through the journey to get organized, but we know through experience and through seeing it, that it's going to start uncovering a lot of things.
2: Um,
0: and so we want to, um, help as much as we can. Stay in our lane. It's <laughs> in <And> send, <laughs> send our clients to and um, our and our and our uh, community to people like you, who um, can really dive in there with them um, and figure those things that you know as they're pulling their stuff out. Um, they're also pulling out internal things that yeah. need to be addressed
1: <laughs> the physical it's a remarkable to me how often the physical will represent what's going on internally right the emotional and the mental you could call it the spiritual whatever but it does represent that and i find very much like you as we're going through some internal stuff that manifests itself in the physical so i know the stay in your lane i know was, was a joke but realistically we are we are all collective. We're part of this collective, right? We're all trying to raise that level together. So whatever form it takes again, I'm a, I'm a certain flavor, right? Just like you guys are a certain flavor. Hey, if you like butter pecan, great. I'm your guy. If you don't cool, I have a network of wellness professionals and coaches and and maybe you like black raspberry. Great. Let me send you over there. It's all about fit and flavor, right? Who's the right person to work with so-and-so right with work with you guys work with me. That's the beauty of having so many in this wellness space right? Is because there's a person for everybody. There's a person for whatever your fit is. And I love that you approach this again from a very holistic standpoint of, hey, what's right for you? Right? That That's so, so it helps people feel seen, helps people feel heard, and then causes them to go, hey, I want to t- take some space for me. right? I don't want to give my power away anymore. I want to reclaim that. I want to hold my own space. And that's so powerful. So yeah, I would absolutely be happy. I'd be thrilled to talk with anybody. Who wants to have one of those, you know, forty-five minute discovery calls? It's completely free. Basically, I, I kind of push you through a little travel guide um, idea that I do with myself: is where are you, where are your pain points, where do you want to go, and how do we get there?
0: Awesome! 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 <laughs> well, if you're, oh
1: yes. well, if you if you're so much, yes, absolutely. So much for having me. This has been amazing. <laughs>
0: So if you're looking at the bottom of the screen you can see their contact information you can find them on tiktok and ig at My Feel Good Coaching, and um, we'll have the information also in the show notes so thanks so much again Ben and for those of us who are looking for more peace calm and organization in your life remember to find
1: your dexterous life, life.